this is the Garden Amazing Podcast. This is Tony Mays, and this is Word of the Week number nine. And the word for today is flexibility. Flexibility. And the idea of flexibility is the, because I've been particularly challenged by this at times of being so stuck in my ways, being uh, not or inflexible or just I've got my own idea of how something needs to be able to go and it can cause conflict on both sides of the coin both within myself where it brings me anxiety and stress and with others around me like my kids and my wife and friends and co-workers and things like that so flexibility is the is your ability to take change in stride is the ability to handle change and to do it without uh, quote-unquote freaking out or causing unnecessary pain and, and agony to those around you. And I'm going to fall back on some Stoic philosophy uh, as part of some of the quotes that I'm going to bring in today. And I've been studying Stoicism. Uh, I am by no means anywhere close to being a master of it. But Stoicism is based off of of studying and thoughts and words from writers in the past like Marcus Aurelius and uh, and others like him that tried to divorce your emotions from your actions and your responses. And that's not to say that you get rid of your emotions or you bury them or anything like that, but that you don't let them control how you respond to a particular situation. And that can be tough. So here's a here's just a little sentence from a story, uh, Ryan Holiday's DailyStoic.com, an article I wrote called "What Else Can You Do?" And that same thought on flexibility is buried in here. So we don't control what happens; we only control how we respond. They would say the Stoics would say, that's what this whole philosophy is. Marcus Aurelius defined flexibility and resilience as the ability to look a situation in the face and say. You're just what I was looking for. The Stoics knew that the formula for greatness was the ability to turn obstacles into fuel, to see everything as an opportunity to do something. No one is saying this isn't a catastrophe. No one is saying this is fair. But what the Stoics are saying, as they always have, is deal with it. And so we must. Not in short bursts, but with sustainable energy and perseverance, with endurance and fortitude, with Churchill's commitment to keep buggering on to the end. Who knows how long this will go on? What we do know is that it's here now, so let's use it. And I was kind of really captured by this uh, a few days ago on Sunday. Uh, and I know I mentioned on here before, my family were moving. Quite often, we're traveling the country in a fifth-wheel camper. And on Sunday, we were about packed up. We were packed up and ready to move uh, and hitch up and go. When all of a sudden, I'm unhooking the water and the power at our previous campground in Marion, Mississippi. And we're getting to start a three-and-a-half-hour drive to get to Louisiana. And I start to hear a clicking sound coming from behind the the uh, water hookup area uh, in the in the camper. It was a regular steady clicking noise that I didn't know what it was. And so I was doing research, 
while real quick and trying to understand that without so if you haven't looked underneath the camper there is a whole water hookup area there are some levers there there's some switches to hit to allow you to control the water as it comes into the camper or what the camper does with the water that's stored on board so do you want to be hooked up to external water and use that water all the time you have a, a clean water tank or a fresh water tank on the camper. Do you want to draw water from that and use a water pump to move it around the camper? Do you want to fill your tanks? Do you want to sanitize them? Do you, you know, all kinds of other settings like that. And so there's electrical behind there as well. Uh, so it's, it's basically like your utility room or your downstairs in your basement in your house or wherever that might be in your house where... You've got all your water, electrical plumbing, where it comes into the house and all that gets interconnected and sent out to all the various locations in the house. And that is all behind this panel. It's all behind some storage panels. And all of that was packed away or blocked by all of the stuff we're taking with us. So I was at the point where we're ready to hitch up and so all of that storage area was full it was all ready to go and i start to hear this clicking noise and i'm like uh what could this possibly be and and i'm like uh and i didn't start to handle it very well and that's disappointing to me so i started to get frustrated did some research it could be the inverter the power inverter going bad it could be uh you know could be some kind of a water leak um but i at the time we didn't have the water hooked up we didn't have any water running uh i even went as far as to shut off the there's some battery cutoff switches so by then i had disconnected our external power that was hooked up to the campgrounds power so we were running off our battery systems that we have inside the camper and I shut that off, so we weren't drawing any power at all, and it was still clicking. I'm like, starting to get frustrated at this point. I'm like, well, what could this possibly, possibly be? Could it be something with the battery system? Could it be anything? And so then Jill comes up and says, let's open it up and take a look. We knew that there was a mobile RV tech in the area that we were at because we'd seen him at our campground working on a couple other campers that needed some help with things. And so we knew that if we stayed there and did it and had and checked into this and had to stay, that number one, we probably could have because it was kind of a transient, not a transient campground for homeless people or anything like that, but it was it was a campground that a lot of people used as an overnight way stop on their way to somewhere else. And and so we knew that we that there were a lot of daily reservations available that that people just called in and got so we probably could have stayed if we needed to if we needed some repairs to be made it was a good place to stay and we knew that the camper was in decent shape that nothing had been going wrong until this just happened to start so so but would three hours of driving it down the road would that cause other problems so but I'm like, oh, I was telling, you know, I was frustrated, starting to get more and more frustrated. I'm like, I just packed all this stuff up. I've got to pull all of it out. And this is half a dozen totes. 
um, our big camping chairs, our, all of my tools, which are in three different uh, heavy-duty, uh, rigid totes of various sizes, um, some other things. And then I had to get in there and pull some panels off and be able to get back and find out what's going on. And like, I just don't want to do that. I just want to go because we're all ready to go and I want to go. And so, so I was kind of taking it out on Jill and not displaying the flexibility to say, all right, well, let's deal with this and, and take a look at it. And it's not going to be that bad to pull the stuff out. Like I said, it's all in totes. So eventually we're like, yeah, you know, let's look at it and figure out what's going on. And so it took us all of about two minutes to unload that front storage bay. Another 30 seconds for me to pull the four screws off that hold the panel on and get behind there and realize uh, that we had put some water leak detection devices back behind the water panel because there's just like in any home, there are half a dozen water lines coming off of this panel that go to various parts of the camper. We have two bathrooms, we have a shower, we have three sinks, or no, one, two, three, four sinks. We have a couple external water connections and those all have to be supplied from this one panel. So we put a, and they're, and to be honest, they're not built with brass materials for connectors. They're us there's usually a, a point of failure in there somewhere. And so we put a water leak detection device that uh, basically completes the circuit and lets out a large whale if, uh, or a siren if a water leak is found. One of those was back there and that's where the clicking was coming from. And that detection device is run by a nine volt battery that was going bad. So it was a good thing that we found it then because now we can replace battery, put it back and be good to go for another year or two hopefully with a better battery in it so but just the lack of flexibility that demonstrated was a really good lesson to myself that hey take things as they are this is our home we have to keep it up and running so if something requires a last second pivot it was a good lesson to me to demonstrate how i needed to be open to that now thankfully i wasn't shutting down Jill. I wasn't yelling at her. I wasn't, you know, stomping around and punching things or anything like that, but I was being inflexible about it. I was not pivoting easily. And I think that's something I've always kind of struggled with and I, that I need to work on is that ability to pivot and take things as they are and take a deep breath, step back, leave the emotion sitting there and take a look at the big picture. It's something I've been working on since I started reading Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. It's something I've really been working on as a daily study of, of, of Ryan Holiday's books, um, The Daily Stoic, and The Obstacle is the Way, where you want to embrace those challenges as they come along and learn to deal with them in a constructive manner and, and deal with change as a positive force in your life. And that kind of a thing is something that I need to get better at. And I think this lifestyle is helping with that because oftentimes we can, you know, like if we're going to a new campground, we've never been there before, 
most of the time. I mean, there's a couple campgrounds we've been to previously, but you're going into a situation where you have no idea what this place is really like. And, and you have to be able to um, be able to see where you're at and and just fit in with with uh, where the campground is sorry got distracted for a second my will my eight-year-old is sitting next to me while i record this and was making a little noise but yeah is that a big deal so anyway the um every campground is different uh, we can read as many reviews and look at as many overheads on google maps as we want to but at at, at the end of the day, it's when we arrive there, we've got to be able to deal with things as they show up. So um, the so we've got to deal with it as we show up. The conditions might be different. The, con, the, the site might not be exactly what we thought it is. There's always the reality of the situation is different than your expectation. So I try to, we try to spend as much time talking over our routes ahead of time as we can and um, trying to talk about contingencies and different plans there as far as, uh, you know, what could happen here? What are we going to do with this? How do we communicate better about things just so that when we get to that, we mentally prepared ourselves for that. And I think that's something you can apply every day in life is that kind of contingency planning and thinking. And what do I do if if something goes wrong? You know, how do we step back from X and Y and Z and really take a look at where things are at? And so we pray usually before we leave also, we will take a few minutes to ensure that we have uh, prepared ourselves mentally for all of that as before we go on the road. And when we get there, we'll be thankful for the things that have happened uh, and for getting us there safely. And that goes a long way toward uh, calming things down in so many ways. So um, what else about flexibility could I go into? And seeing my kids here is definitely one of them and a good way to remind me of that. So as we have some changes coming up in our lives uh, where we have more than, you know, where we have uh, some, sorry, we have some changes coming up in what we're doing here and flexibility is the definite key there. We have to have a flexible mind to encompass the changes we're trying to make. I mean, just this going on the road and the fact that we are not living a traditional sticks and bricks household lifestyle is pretty crazy to me now considering where i was 10 years ago i thought the the end goal in life was to have that american dream house and now we are living our american dream is traveling this country and seeing what it's got to offer and finding places like where we're at right now at lincoln parish park in ruston virginia sorry ruston louisiana that is an absolute gem of a campground with walking trails and a lake and playgrounds that are freaking awesome. And it's basically somewhere I never would have ever gone if it hadn't been for this little 
for this journey we're on. And, but having the flexibility to say, hey, this stuff is gonna be there, let's go find it. But at the same time, we may have something like last week in Marion, Mississippi in this transient, you know, mostly transient kind of overnight camping, camper parking where we're there for a week and we've got new neighbors almost every day in two thirds of the campground. And um, the, the campground was very tight together. If we had had our canopies all the way out, we would have almost brushed the camper next to us. That's how close they were. But you make the best out of it and you make the and you make it something that is positive for everybody. And we met some great friends there as well. We had some people that were there for a few days and and uh, um, were able to make some good friends out of it. That, uh, uh, I mean, obviously you can't get too deep, but we got to know them well enough that, uh, that it was really cool. And even found some, had our next door neighbors uh, for a couple days were grew up about five miles away from where I grew up and um, knew people that I knew and had graduated high school with my biology teacher in high school. So it was pretty freaky how coincidences like that can happen. And if you don't have the flexibility to have that mindset and be open to those kinds of connections and those kinds of activities, then you're going to miss out. And the same thing can be true in business. If you're not open to new opportunities, if you just think you're stuck where you are, then that can definitely play a role in being stuck and in being bitter and in being, uh, being at a point in your life where you are forced to settle for something that is not your dream or even not even figuring out what your dreams are because you think you're too stuck. So, and we're in the midst of redefining all of that. The number of doors that, that uh, we've opened just by being flexible with our lifestyle in this last year is pretty amazing. So we are definitely looking forward to seeing where we can take that and being more flexible and learning more and letting and having our brains hurt by growing and changing and seeing where we can take things. And for me, that's going to be spending a lot more time with my boys and helping Jill to grow and and helping myself to grow as part of that. So, so it's pretty exciting. So I would invite you all to take a look at Ryan Holiday's books uh, about stoicism and even go back and, and I'm hoping to reread the translation of Marcus Aurelius uh, so I can take a look at his words and see what I can get from it directly. That's on my list. Um, as well as take a look at extreme ownership. Like, how can you walk the path of building your best life and setting aside, not setting aside emotion, but what, stepping back from emotion and and uh, making a call and, and improving yourself and taking ownership of your emotions. Don't blame them on somebody else. Lots of things I could go into there, trying to keep this one relatively short and focused. Um, I have a whole podcast on extreme ownership that's out there, so you can go back and take a look at it. I could probably go further in depth on it, but I just wanted to focus on flexibility for this week because it is one thing that I struggle with and it is one thing that I need to improve on. So 
So that's about it for today. But if you can comment on this, let me know or get in touch with me and, and let me know where else we can take this discussion and be happy to dig into it more. So for Grow to Amazing, this is Tony, out. Thank <music> you.